T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have or... another thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? Well, it uh, it sucks. That... Losing. Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. Great stuff there from Mike Vrabel and also uh, Gentry Estes from the Tennessean. It's important to note that that the reason Gentry asked the question was because Vrabel had said in that news conference, the Titans need to win Sunday, quote, for a lot of reasons. Well, what, what are those re- beyond the obvious, which Vrabel just said he hates losing? What, what are those reasons? Everybody here is a Titans fan this week. And here from the Tennessean is Gentry's colleague, Nick Suss, who covers the Titans. Nick, we appreciate you joining us, man, and we're all curious to hear uh, about the state of the Titans right now because for for obvious reasons. If the Steelers win and the Titans win, the Steelers are in. Forget about health-wise and everything else for for the moment here. What's the general state of the Titans going into this game? Are they a motivated team? Are we going to see them treat it as if it's their playoff game? What's happening with them? Yeah, they're motivated. I I wouldn't really say they're motivated in the way of, oh, we want to go out there and play spoiler. We want to ruin our rival's hope. I, I, I don't really think much of that's going on. I think that in a lot of ways, Pittsburgh fans will probably understand what the Titans are going through because the Titans are a franchise that, like the Steelers in recent years, have tended to punch above their weight a little bit, maybe not the most talented team, but kept finding a way to win. And those winning ways have kind of disappeared in the last 18, 19 games. If I'm remembering the numbers off the top of my head, I believe they're five and 18 in their last 23 uh, kind of fell off a cliff after starting seven and three last year and making the playoffs the three years before that. And it's essentially the same core of people, uh, same core of coaches same core of players, especially if, Will Levis continues to be hurt, and the Titans have to turn back to Ryan Tannehill at quarterback this week. It's that same sort of group that people remembered from these peak Vrabel-era Titans. Your Ryan Tannehills, your Derrick Henrys, Danico Autry, Harold Landry. These guys are still around, and they just don't like what's happening. Like These are guys who are so accustomed to winning and have clearly proven that they can win, have clearly proven that they know how to win, and the winning went away. And whatever you want to say about going into an off season on a high note, if you keep listening to that 
Vrabel quote that you guys played before I started talking, he goes on to say, nobody comes into the building on April 5th and says, man, I'm super glad we played well on January 7th. Like the whole building for a good offseason thing is a little bit overblown. But there is something to putting together four quarters and actually finishing a game. The Titans, I want to say, are four and seven in one-score games this year. I think the Steelers are among the team's best at playing in one-score games. And a lot of that comes down to luck. A lot of that comes down to the way the ball bounces. But a lot of that comes down to finishing games, having a chance to win and actually winning it. Titans played the Steelers on Thursday night earlier this year, and it came down to exactly that. The Titans had the ball with a chance to win and couldn't. So I think this team, their main motivation is, dude, let's just win a game. Let's just do what we think we can do. What uh, What's your feel at quarterback? You mentioned uh, Levis or Tannehill. Who do you feel like it's going to be? If I had to bet right now, I would say Tannehill, but that could change within the hour. Uh, you guys know how this is. You've felt with quarterback injuries up there all season. Uh, they change quickly. They change rapidly. Uh, Levis is going to talk to the media in about an hour uh, for the first time since his injury. We'll hear from him. We'll see if he's practicing this week. We'll see all that. But I don't know. He, uh, he sprained his left ankle three weeks ago and hurt his right foot the other day. I mean, that's a, that's a lot to take behind an offensive line that's allowed, let me do the math quickly, 19 sacks in the last three weeks. It's been rough, and that's a lot of hits to take. And we'll see if he... Uh, if he is willing to play or if he's able to play, able to protect himself uh, on on two bad feet. So Tannehill's numbers from the last two games, I think he's 34 for 56 for 300 and some yards. He hasn't thrown a pick. Look decent, certainly completion yeah. percentage-wise. Does he give them a better chance right now than Levis or no? I, I, I don't think he gives them a better chance, but... So what was the number of attempts you said? 55, 50, somewhere around there? Oh, 46. I'm sorry. 34 46. for 46. Yeah. Uh, 46 attempts in two games when they've been trailing predominantly for those games is kind of indicative of what we're talking about here. Of It's just tough to throw the ball when you're getting hit as much as you are. They're dropping back. They're giving these quarterbacks a chance. But Levis was sacked seven times three weeks ago against Houston. Uh, Tannehill was sacked six times two weeks ago against the Seahawks, and then the two of them combined to be sacked for six times last week against Houston. That's not counting hurries, throwaways, quarterback hits, all that stuff. I really don't know which quarterback gives them a quote-unquote better chance to win right now because so much of the issue is just guys are getting into the backfield quick. And when your quarterback doesn't have the time to see things develop downfield and you combine that with a rushing attack that's getting hit in the backfield a lot. I mean, there was a play that I just couldn't fathom last week where Titans lined up with seven offensive linemen and two tight ends. And Derrick Henry caught the ball in a direct snap out of the Wildcat. And he lost two yards. <laughs> if you have that much beef on the field and Derrick Henry running straight and you can't get a yard on third and one, there's something about this front that needs some help. And so whether it's Tannehill, whether it's Levis, I just need to see the Titans offensive line put together a couple of good series before I can say either of them are going to be all that well positioned. All right. I got to ask you about two guys here. Uh, do you anticipate Mike Vrabel being back as coach next year? And do you anticipate Derrick Henry being back? Yes. And we'll see mm. uh, are, are the short answers. Uh, Henry, it's all going to be 
you you guys know salary cap dynamics and uh, contracts and how vocal running backs have been about getting their worth and their value this offseason. And Derek has been a huge, huge factor in that and a player in that. But also Derek Henry's coming off of a year where if things don't change in this last game, it's going to be the first time in his career he averaged fewer than four yards per carry for a season. I think he's sitting at 3.9-something right now. And that's uh, that's really an outlier for how successful he's been throughout his career. And they drafted Tajay Spears in the third round last year. I think he's done pretty well as a rookie this year. It's unclear if they'd trust him as an every down back or if they want him to be more of a third down back or how they'd handle an offense without Henry because so much of this team is built around four yards and a cloud of dust type stuff with Derrick Henry. But I don't know if they can get him back on a reasonable contract. I don't think there's any team that's going to use Derrick Henry the way the Titans would use Derrick Henry. So I, I think that there is some favorability there. And I think when you're talking about legacy stuff and legacy dynamics, Derrick Henry's legacy does look better if he does his entire career for one team than if he becomes a, mer- a mercenary at the end of his career. But all that will be weighed against uh, where the Titans are trying to spend money, how they're trying to build around Levis, all of that stuff for the future. And as for Vrabel, yeah, I, I call it a gut instinct. Call it whatever you want. I just, I think he's going to be back. Mm. Well, we'll leave you with this, and it's Nick Suss from the Tennessean. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Read his stuff there. The Steelers need the, the Titans to win this game. I think they are going to win the game. Everybody's laughing at me, notably my partner, Ron, because not only do I think they're going to win, Nick, I think they're going to win by a blowout score, largely because I think the Jags are broken. I do. I think that team stinks. I think they're in the middle of a historic free fall. They led the division by how many games? And the only thing that's interrupted their free fall is David Tepper throwing drinks on people. So tell me how the Titans are going to win this game and if you agree with me that they're going to win this game. So real quickly, I don't, but I'll tell you a story. (laughs) I was going to say, after listening to Nick here about their offensive line, you're still going to stick to a blowout? Well, let's talk about the Jags' offensive line, shall we? Let's let let Nick finish. Go ahead, sir. 
So let me tell you a quick story, because uh, you're talking about how this is a historic downfall, how this is a crater, how this is a broken team. It's not exactly historic if you have a long enough memory to remember last season when the Tennessee Titans were seven and three and the Jags were three and seven or four and six and the Jags won six of their last seven and the Titans lost seven in a row to end the season, including the Titans losing in Jacksonville in week 18 when they had a backup quarterback playing and they couldn't really figure out how to get things going. The Jaguars are in essentially the exact same position of banged up quarterback team that's trying to figure out how to win after a hot start schedule gets tougher down the stretch can't really keep responding the wheels fall off the difference here is that last year the titans week 18 opponent was a jacksonville team that had figured everything out and was very hot this year the jags opponent is a titans team that has lost seven of its last nine that is different in that last year's jags were playing for a playoff spot and this year's titans are playing for pride but these two teams do not like each other these two fan bases really don't like each other. Uh, if you guys remember the old AFC Central days, there's the great story about the 1999 Jaguars going 15-3, and and that was 15-0 and against the entire NFL, but 0-3 against the Titans. Uh, these teams can uh, can get angry at each other. So never know what to expect. There's a, there's a chance the Titans can win this one. My expectation is it's going to be close for three, three and a half quarters and that the Titans' depth issues are going to end up uh, running them out at the end of the game, I mean, we haven't even talked about the fact that the Titans' defense has five or six primary starters on IR right now. There's going to be some stuff they got to figure out against an offense that can move quickly, uh, as quickly as anybody in the NFL. So that's going to have to play itself out. But I'm not saying it's going to be a Jacksonville blowout. I'm not saying the Titans have no shot. But just given the overwhelming evidence we've had this season, I'm not picking the Titans right now. Nick, you're a wonderful man. That was great stuff, man. Thank, Thank you, for, you coming on. for your time. Yeah, happy to help y'all. Have a good day. See you, Nick. That was really good. That's Nick Suss from the Tennessean. Um, I'm, I'm unmoved by that, Ron. 27-7 You don't care. You're not listening to facts. You've made your prediction. He analyzed the Titans. Not... I'm analyzing the Jags. Would you like to go through some of their injuries? They're best players out, maybe. Uh... We don't know hey, yet. Joe, I hope you're right, and you might be. I hope you're right. And I love the fact that these two teams hate each other's guts, and I love the fact that Mike Vrabel is motivated. How about here. I'm saying he's going to come back? That's not what I was hearing, and he's there. Although he, he said just a gut feel. Just a gut feel. We'll see. I mean, if, if Mayo's the guy in New England, I don't know. It seems like, from what I have read anyway, that, that Vrabel isn't really on the same page with the GM and the people running that franchise. I don't know if that's true or not. But I do know that the Steelers, by around 4 p.m. Sunday, will be in the playoffs, Ron. And do you know where they're headed? Uh, Miami. Miami? Yeah. So you think Miami's going to beat Buffalo? I do. So Miami would be okay at home. That's and right. it's going to happen in the most gut-wrenching, soul-crushing, eyelid-snapping. Because you're just used to it, right? Stomach-churning, historically hideous way imaginable that they're going to lose to the Dolphins. Because, because this happens all the time. That It's just as simple as that. And it's going to happen again. All right, let's go to the look big boy. The, look at the sun out here. I it, can't wait I, to wait get out minute, there what, today. 
Austin, do you hear it? Joe. Joe. Joe, it's time to golf. Joe, Joe come to the course. <laughs> come to the course. Do you hear that, Joe? Yeah, and I, I'm going to be out there, and I'm going to play 18 holes in about an hour and a half. I love speed golf. Of course, if I get angry, then I start throwing clubs and sometimes breaking things. Nobody, no other idiot in the world would be on the course, so nobody would see you. Exactly. <laughs> now you have it figured out, Ron. That's exactly my plan. Mark Caballi next. He's the one who the started this thing. He started it this week, uh, Monday morning, with uh, Richard Crowley and Ricardo Dickerson. He started it by insinuating that somebody other than Mike Tomlin made the decision to have Kenny Pickett not dress for the game. Who are we supposed to think? Who had, Who was the only people on earth who could choose over Tomlin? One would be Art Rooney, and the other would be Kenny Pickett himself. So what happened here? What are Kabali's uh, thoughts and his reporting now? I'm curious because I still tend to think that something happened here, Ron. I don't think that Kenny Pickett said I ain't playing. Right. But I do think that there is a possibility that Kenny Pickett's behavior during the week caused Mike Tomlin to say, you, you ain't, ain't playing. I, I think that's a very real possibility. Because I said all along, I never thought he'd say, I ain't backing up. I'm no backup. He didn't say that. I don't believe that. Something happened or something is very strange because you're starting alleged starting quarterback and Pickett still maintains he would have started the game if he was healthy. Your alleged franchise quarterback was deemed healthy two days before the game and didn't even dress in an emergency role. So something obviously is odd, right? This isn't exactly conspiracy theory stuff. Okay, let's ask Kabali about all of this coming up, Ron. He's a wonderful man, isn't he? The big boy. I like to call him the big boy. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page there was a Najee Harris I think it was a rookie card but it's a it's an autographed card I know that one that's the lead that's that's who's batting lead off this week on card of the week your chance to win just go to our website to the contesting page fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you Kabali Next on Cooking Joe. Trevor Lawrence expected to be limited in practice this week. Does, though, have a chance to play against the Titans with a shoulder injury. The scenarios for the Steelers, a win and a Buffalo loss, the Steelers are in. A win and a Jacksonville loss or tie, the Steelers are in. Three other scenarios as well, but the Steelers could still get in with a loss. Headlines are probably Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.